cushions. Yes, you can lift up your hand if you have a question. Yes, MJ's hand is up. If you're afraid to ask your question, get a paper and write it. Thank you very much. Without your name and bring it. Yes. So, um, I want to ask, okay, this is a personal question for me. Personally, I feel that I can't handle like a lot of people. Like if I want to shepherd people, I would like to shepherd like three, four, five, and then raise them to be leaders to get more people. I feel like I can't handle, that's personally for me, I can't handle like a lot of people. So I just find out that, you know when you go for outreach and you sometimes you are able to win a soul, now the person, the person follows you to church, the person becomes your sheep. So maybe there are six. But like personally, because I feel like I can't handle a lot of people, Sometimes, like, I wonder, like, as I'm going for the outreach and I'm getting more people, will I be able to handle? <laughs> no, as in, like, at which points, I, because that's personally for me, will I be able to handle all of them? And if I'm not able to do that, I don't know if you understand. I do. <laughs> so then, should I, I, I can't say that I'm not going for outreach. First of all, why would you put a limitation on yourself saying that you cannot handle more people? No, I mean, I'm just asking, where is it from? Okay. Because sometimes you need to understand that working for God will challenge the limitations that you put on yourself. That's number one. Number two, I don't know why you settle and say that four or five. You see, many times it's an unwillingness to stretch yourself. That to be able to take on another six or seven, you have to stretch yourself a little bit and give a little bit more of your time because you are not likely to have six difficult, equally difficult people. It's not usual. Many times, after a short while, three, four of them is easy. Are you getting it? And then they come, you know. And if three or four of them are coming, then, they, then the focus or where the energy goes is on one or two because the others are coming. So that's the first thing, that if it stretches you, it's good. Everybody wants to stay in their comfort zone. But there are very few blessings in your comfort zone. And nobody in their comfort zone ever won the Olympics. You win it by stretching your bodies. Yeah. That's not stretching your bodies also to madness, but, you know, expanding it. Yeah, no, you can't suddenly say that. So because of that, I have 100 sheep. I mean, <laughs> you are now coming. You are now coming. I, I hope you get it. So I feel, quiet, please. I feel that they are play of different things. Now, also, you are not walking alone. You have somebody who's over you. And as you, f if you begin to feel overwhelmed <coughs> or overstretched, ask, what do I do in that particular situation? Because sometimes it may be that you have two or three difficult people and therefore some help is needed because you have particularly difficult people. But it's more have a willingness to grow. Change your mind that you cannot handle people. Yes, please. And I'm sure you've spoken for many people. Yeah. yeah. Just change your mind. It's not true. Now, Ophelia is coming around, and as she comes, if you are writing your question, just signal her so she can pick it. Yes. Thank you. Please, Mommy, for the Basanta minister. Yes. Who have, who have started sentence. Yes. Does the ten still apply to them? Why you don't want your basanta to grow? Please. It's the only way the basanta will grow. Yeah. 
Go ahead, so ask it. The 10 applies to them in terms of their center. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah, you. It does. <laughs> a basanta minister is not inferior to a basanta leader. You are the same type of people around the same level of growth, something like that. So just stretch it. And the basantes must grow. One of the reasons why we made the basantes centers was to kill the laziness. Most basanta people were just in their corner doing their something and, and not much else. was. So it was to also give an expression and opportunity for you to also have sheep. Not all of them may join. For instance, you may be in the choir, but you don't sing. It's not a problem. Yeah, remember. So when they are doing their things, you are inside. Yes, ask. Go ahead. Use the mic. Use the mic. Is it on? I don't think so. I can't. Ah, yeah. Go ahead. Mommy, please. What if you find people in your center that are in other basantes? No, they, are, they belong to the center that they come from. They don't belong to you. So, so the people in your center are people who are supposed to be in your basanta also. Listen, okay, let yes. me explain it for you. Let me explain it. If you are in the basanta, let's you are in prayer basanta, right? Yes. There are some people who belong to a center, but they want to pray more. So when the prayer basanta meets, to pray, they come. They are not your members. So when we say have a center meeting, they return to their center. So the people who will be in your the prayer basantes center meeting are the people that you, the basanta ministers, have brought. Okay. I hope you get it. Yes. Uh -huh. And that is, and you see, so if you bring them and the people are only five, that's the amount of work that you have done. Uh huh. Because all the others who just come, they like what you do. Maybe it's, I mean, let's use another, another um, basanta. Let's take videography or photography. Somebody wants to learn to take pictures. So he has joined photography as a basanta. But he's from another center. Sometimes it's even the center director who sent him. Go and learn to take pictures. He's not their member. When they are calling their center meeting, they have no right to call him. He has just come for the purpose of what he's learning in the basanta. I hope you get it. Your members for the prayer are the people who you go and harvest and bring. So if you don't harvest and bring, never just say, Mo, yes, enter meeting. No, Nipper four, no five. Okay. Is it, is it clearer now? Powerful. Yes. Who is that? I can't see your face there. Stand. Who is that? Is that Michelle? Okay. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So. Hey, who is that? <laughs> Is your name is just stand by him let michelle finish and then he'll come maybe you can tell me your name also when you take the mic go ahead um, go ahead michelle ma'am please um, I'm please tell us your name and where you are calling from it helps us yes go ahead please i'm michelle yes from communion stars from communion stars please 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 allow yes um, my but Santa is filled with only girls. Yes. But in my center, I have like a boy that really helps. So will he be like will he be my basenta leader? Or he'll be Why do you say basenta leader? I don't get you. 
Are you making him a leader? Are you suggesting he becomes a leader? Yes, please. Is he here? Yes. All right. So will he become my basenta leader since my basenta is only full with Nobody girls. has asked your basenta to be only girls. I'm coming. I'm coming. No, no, hold on. Nobody said there should be only girls. It's just that by nature of the work, maybe it's the girls who are attracted to it. But remember the example I gave. I said that the person can be part of the center, but not really do what the basanta is practically doing. Do you get it? And that's why I gave the example. Let me give you another example. If the, chor the choristers go to do their work, they will have people in their center who don't sing doesn't have a voice but he was a soul that they brought in so he belongs to their center now if this guy becomes a basenta leader if he's here he's supposed to become a basenta leader you will find that you are likely to get a few more men joining the center because he may feel more comfortable bringing in other guys he may bring in girls but he may also bring in other guys that's all that will happen you see and then the basenta is growing and more of them and they become more and more and that's how it's supposed to grow Okay. Yes, the gentleman at the back. Please, your name. Can you come into the lights more so I can see your face? <laughs> yes, what's your name? Winner Wise. Come again. Winner Wise. Winner Wise. What? Winner Wise. Wow. Your father is a man of faith. But... Yes, go ahead. Okay, so when I first came to campus, I joined both fountain of life and Christ embassy and initially the way the programs were scheduled I could actually like combine the two without any problem but now I've realized that they are both demanding like commitment and I'm supposed to choose one of them and like the message I'm preaching now it's it's um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it disturbs you a little right? because you are like, how do I become a, a basenta yeah, leader. leader? Well, first of all, I think you are already standing at that place where you know that you need to make a choice. Yeah. Are you a member of Christ Embassy at home? Um, no, please. Yeah. Um, so I, come again. Um, I told my go to synagogue church of all nations. Okay. Okay. Now you need to make a choice between many people who are here belong to two churches because of the nature of the church, in the sense that when they come to school, maybe their family is not there, their church is not there, like Christ for All Nations is not in the you know or the synagogue church is not in on campus, for example. So you might end up going to another, but you cannot go to two others. You eventually will have to choose you'll eventually have to choose. It's just by the nature of, of, of you see, if not, eh, it will mean that you're committed to neither. And actually, you won't get too much. Because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You're here, there, here, there, here, there. You must belong to one. Doesn't mean you don't admire the other. Doesn't mean that you don't flow with that. There are a lot of churches I really admire. But I am UD, I'm lighthouse right to my toes. Are you seeing it? So you need to make a decision, and it might be a good idea. Do you have a shepherd? Who, is, who brought you? Kwame. 
So it might be it might be a good idea to also discuss it with him a little more, help yourself to get to a, a, a solution. I see. The solution is that you should decide on one of them. Yeah. Powerful. Yes, Rajwa. Oh, okay. The mic is here for now. Let him start and the mic will come to you. Yes. Name and where you're calling from. Mommy, I'm Festus. Okay. Prayer Basanta. Easy. 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 And I believe the prayer. And those of you who you have scattered your sheep in the room, I hope you notice that they are sitting together. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Uh, please, you raised a point that rare converts would follow you to church. But it's like almost in Ghana, everyone has a church that he or she belongs to. So let's say I go to witness Christ to someone who attends Methodist. And after the person gives his or her life to Christ, how do, should I leave the person to go back to Methodist or I should, I should bring the person back to church? First of all, your assumption is not correct. We are okay. religious, so we are affiliated to a church. But you will discover that most people do not go to church. If you ask them the name of the priest, they don't know. They don't know. That's number one. Hold on. That's number one. So you are already making a, an assumption. Number two, you have just shared Christ with the person. The person has now, you have given birth to that person in the Lord. You are the person's father in Christ. And you have a right to speak. You have, a right. you have been in that place. You have not given your life to Christ all this time. Let's go. When you go home, I don't know what you are doing there, but here, there, as I brought you to Christ, let's go. Yeah. And if the church, sometimes the church is sound. When I say sound, the Methodist church is sound, but it may not, it depends very much on the assembly, where you are, the particular one, because some of them are more, they teach more than others. However, you should know when you are dealing with somebody that the person doesn't know where it, doesn't know, and I've give, delivered you in Christ. Should I leave you to go and starve? We are going to church. You Thank will you discover that the hold on the church is not strong. It's not strong at all. I was an Anglican. I was affiliated to the Anglican church. When I got born again, I had not entered the church. You see, at home, I would join my father. He didn't know. I was on campus for four years. Yeah, four years plus national service. I never went to church. Never once. But if you had asked me, I'll tell you that I'm an Anglican. You see? Yeah. Yes. Mom, please, it's about Michelle's question. I'm a, I'm a little bit confused. So I'm a Basanta overseer and a center director. So does that mean, and I have Basanta ministers, and my Basanta ministers dance. So does that mean I can be a Basanta overseer with a Basanta leader? Why would you call them a Basanta leader? Hold on, allow her to land. Because most, from what I've seen, most Basanta leaders are in Basantes, but the work they do, they gather people. And Basanta ministers are like, most of the work they do is in the Basanta. So if I have a Basanta minister and the work maybe she does is in the Basanta, and I have a member, but he is not in Dancing Stars. So right now, 
Will he be called a Basanta minister or a Basanta leader? That's Once he's affiliated to the Basanta, he's a Basanta minister. Okay. Don't mix the two terms at all. Basanta leaders are Basanta leaders and they gather to a center. Basanta ministers are Basanta ministers and they also have their centers, but they are Basanta ministers because the difference is crucial for us. When you say that you're a Basanta minister, it means that when you go for a center meeting, that center meeting, the Basanta of Asia is the one who has it, not a Basanta or a center director. Oh, you don't understand? You see, the person does not dance. It doesn't change it. It's somebody who was in the Basanta who brought the person. So as he has come, he's in the Basanta. His center is a Basanta. If you like, a Basanta center. It was just that it was too long. That's why we just call. They are all centers. And we were saying this and we were doing this to try to delete the inferiority of the Basantes. When I say inferiority, you made yourselves inferior. You had the same level of center directors and yet the work wasn't working. Are you seeing it? So we said, no. If you're a Basanta of Asia, you are like a center director. Preach. Have your center and preach. But we didn't want to introduce another terminology. Do you get it? So he's not a Basanta leader. It's a Basanta. It's a Basanta and he's a Basanta minister because his center is a Basanta center. Yeah. Thank you, Mama. Yes. Mr. Tay. Hello. Okay, bring it here and then to the lady there. Your please, name and where you're calling from. Please, my name is Albert Tay Kwame and I'm calling from Maxima Center. Yes, of what center? Maxima Town Center. Okay. Yes, Joy, please. I just wanted to add something to what area. I was saying, if you look at First Love Center, they have film stars, but in the film stars, there are also dancing stars in there. So you can also have a dancing star who... Has it gone off? You can also have a dancing star who doesn't dance. But probably his main working on Basanta is just to gather. Hmm? That's all. That's all. So they brought the person into the film stars. But the person said, Me, I don't want to do films. I want to dance. No problem. That's your dancing. But when we are doing our center things, present yourself. Yeah. I don't know why you want to dash them today. If, because if I come and I say, All oh, Basanta leaders here, you've got to call your minister a Basanta leader. And the person comes here. And then you come and say it's my person. I won't give him to you. Yeah. So you better hold on to your people with the right nomenclature. Yes. My name is Vera. Is Vera. Yes. From Guasak Center, and I'm a dancing star. That is it. Um, um, as a Basenta leader, you're supposed to be involved in every aspect of your sheep's life. So what happens if your sheep is a type that like doesn't like to open up to people like those kind of they don't want people to know what is going on in their lives they are closed yeah. what, what do you what do, do, you do? Yes. it's a very beautiful question many people who are secretive like that some are naturally secretive some are secretive because there are aspects of their lives they are not uh, you know so proud of just love them you can't force a person to flow with you just love them. Flow with them. Are you seeing it? And just concentrate on being a good shepherd to them. When they get comfortable with you, 
or when a desperate situation comes, they'll open up. You can't force it at all. You can't force it. One of my sheep, the person was very, very quiet. I won't say anything, won't say anything. The day the person decided to talk, hey! Now, the, I was trying to say, hold on, I have to go and come. Hey! The person now, chronicles of history, it was he. <laughs> Are you seeing it? But it was because the person had finally come to the point where I'm comfortable enough to talk about this. Are you seeing it? So, for some, it's a trust issue. And for some, they are not able to speak until something happens. You know, but you all, as the shepherd, just love them and just be there for them. Yeah. Thank you. I'm blessed. I see a hand. Yes, right here. Are the questions helping? I think they're helping, pal. Yes. Thank you, ma'am. Um, I'm Andrew. Please, oh, say your name like it's yours. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Isaac. My name is Andre. Yes. Andre. Andre, yes. Go ahead. From the Oceans. Okay. I'm the New Site Center. Yeah. Actually, mommy, I don't know if this is a question, but actually, somehow, like a personal something. Um, basically, when I came to first year, I was, as she just said, I was a bit of such. Like, I usually like to keep things up to myself. Yeah. And I don't like relating, especially with. <laughs> Why? Did you go to a boys' school all your life? No, I was in a mixed school. Okay. It's a bit unusual. <laughs> okay. Actually, I. Yes, Actually, mommy, I thought, like, I thought to myself, say, I'm not that type. Of, like, I just don't know how to mingle well. So, first year, anytime I come to church, immediately after you just see the grace, and I'm off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, okay. when we came, like after the Corona Pop period, um, my shepherd LPMFA. She asked, she asked I be um, a bus center leader. Yeah. But actually, I didn't want to because. <laughs> <laughs> because, first of all, like, I saw myself as. First of all, I just don't know how to deal with my problem. So, how, how will I be able to put people under me? Yeah. And actually, my osh. My Basanta yeah. minister um, bio. Yeah. They also wanted me to be a Basanta minister, and yeah. I said like, no, I can't yeah. because I just don't know how to deal with myself. So I thought maybe it would be very difficult yeah. for me to put anyone under me, like because yeah. I even find it hard to relate, especially like even my classmates. It's not always I yeah. relate to them unless I'm a bit close to you. Yeah. That's when I relate. So like, please let's allow him to land. So actually, I just wanted to know like, what to in do in such situations like like, how should I go about it? Yeah. So what you're saying is that you tend to be closed in and basically keep yourself to yourself. But you are a Christian. Before you're anything, you are a Christian. We are different types of people, and not everybody is outgoing, and not everybody likes other people. However, 
A Christian is governed by the word of God. So when you see from the word of God that in the eyes of Christ, he's going to still come around looking for fruit. Then you say to yourself, hey, I need to have fruit. And what your not wanting to speak to people must do is that it should therefore drive you back to God to say that God you know been already I can't talk plenty are you seeing it lead me to the people who I can speak to and you see that he will lead you I hope you get it we are not saying that become a basenta or basenta, basenta leader or basenta minister because you have resolved all your problems not at all not at all in fact in the ministry the higher you go the more problems you have Hey, you have issues. Are you seeing it? So it's not because, so nobody should feel it's because we are perfect at all. You are not perfect. And the truth of the matter is that you probably never will be. So each of us has a limitation. In your case, your feelings that your limitations are like you like to be a private person. People have all kinds of limitations. There are guys here who are afraid because they know that everything is scared. I sleep with it. That's their limitation. So they feel that, hey, how can I be, uh, I, I think you get the point. And it's a real problem, you see. So what I'm saying to you is that, just say to yourself that, no, because I'm a Christian, Lord, you have to help me. Because I'm a Christian, you see. And you may be surprised. I have seen that many people think that they cannot. Because of that feeling, they cannot. There's a scripture, in your weakness is my strength made manifest. Do you guess? Like me, I cannot. When I was coming for this camp, God has amazed me because when I was coming, I've never had a camp that I was so scattered before. But did you think, have I led the camp as if I'm scattered? Uh, are you seeing it? But it's probably my, one of the camps from my weakest, on my weakest foot. Yeah. Because up until the day I was coming here, too many things were going on. Usually for a camp, I'll try to get some space to prepare. I only knew what I was coming to preach about, but... It wasn't the atmosphere I like to have. No. Yeah. So you do your best. That, that's all that you can do. Just do your best. Now, the issue about whether... There will also be another issue because you have a center director, a regional head, who's asking you to be a basenta leader. And you have a basanta overseer who's also asking you to join the basanta. And that thing has to be resolved. You cannot do both. Yes. It's okay. You, that one, you resolve it. Not here. Resolve it. If somebody is poaching your sheep, tell my friend, cry off. I'm seeing more hands in this area. Let's try to arrive here. Yes. All right. Quickly. Thank you. I'm please. My name is Caleb. Yes, Caleb. From the prayer bar center. Yes. Please. You see, I told the prayer people they're all over there. You, you have scattered your sheep around. That's why you're not feeling comfortable. Okay, go ahead. I mean, please, if you have a sheep and like you take the sheep, you call the sheep, but anytime, anytime it's time for a meeting, and you call the sheep like it doesn't want to pick. And there was an instance like I went to the, I took a car, then I went to the sheep house, then I went, I was there for like two hours, then I was talking to him like he didn't want to listen, so I called my pastor, Pastor David. He also talked to him, but like, the result, they're like tossing fruitful. So like, <laughs> like it, we weren't able to make it. So I pick a card and I came, Pastor David said I should come back. So I came back for the meeting. So such a ship, like, what do you have to do? 
First of all, the person is not a sheep. The person is not yet at the sheep stage. Sheep, one of the characteristics of a sheep is that the sheep follows the shepherd. So the person is not yet there. There's a chapter in the mega church, and it has in it a section types um, of, of sheep or stages of growth or something. I've forgotten the title of it. But it shows you the stages. And it says that when a person comes up, they're like a deer. It says the deer stage. When you are even coming, they are running away. Then you have the goat stage where the person is like a goat, a bit more tame than a deer. He will allow you to come a little close. But you see goats don't follow anybody. Very stubborn, doing their own thing. Then you have the sheep. And sometimes you are progressing a person from one stage to the other. A lot of that is time. A lot of that is prayer. A lot of that is flowing with the person. Now, when you have done it for some time and it's not working, you move on. You move on. But what I notice is that for a lot of people, you don't even pray about it. You just manifest, you know, physically. So I would invest some prayer in it to see what will change. Yes. Please, last question. My last question is about evangelism. Okay, please, for me personally, like, I have a problem with evangelism because if, like, we go to, like, for instance, when we are going to go to a hostel, so when we go, when we preach to the people, then when we ask them, they, they always say that they are from a church. So, like, sometimes I feel discouraged. Like, every time we go and talk to them, they say that they are from church, but, like, <laughs> but sometimes, the same people like Sunday morning they don't go to church but anytime I want to bring them to church they tell you that they are in a church so like have you you see that is why many times we advise you that your entry point should be leading them to Christ not come and visit my church you see but an invitation to Christ that's your first one that's your first one not come to church because most people you see like the question Festus asked it's not true that people are Christians it's not true at all it's not true, Ghanaians we are just religious so everybody who is not a Muslim has a church affiliation but if you begin to believe that they cannot be one, they will not be one do you get it? yeah, so begin to see that no this thing is a cover, I gotta get under that cover, yeah it's a cover I see a hand at the back over there. How can two people be running with microphone there when there's one and there, one here? Yes, who is that? Uh, please come into the light. I can't see your face here. Please come into the light. Those of you who are sitting where there's no light, when you pick the microphone, just walk forward, okay, so that we can see who's talking. Yes. Um, please, my name is Clinton. Yes, Clinton. Yeah, please, I'm from BTC. Okay. Yeah, and as of today, I can boldly say I've given my life to Christ, and thanks to Pastor Seth. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, and um, I love music, yes. and I want to be a good shepherd. I can easily get people to love music. I mean worldly music. When it comes to worldly music, I am very good. I know when this album is going to be released, when this is... <laughs> Okay. So, um, please, I'm trying to hear him, eh? Also, um, I, I've noticed something about me that everywhere I go, everyone loves me, everyone wants to be around me. 
You want what to be around you? No, everywhere I go, everyone loves me, everyone wants to be around me. Okay. So I want to put that in Christ. I want to use that to work for God. Yes. Yes. Esther, you know me, Clinton, it's me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Feel free, Clinton. Just continue. We're listening. Okay, yeah. So um, I want to know how I am, I am going to put that in the, work, in the work of God, as in being a good shepherd and winning souls for Christ. Um, I find it difficult reading the Bible. I will be sincere. Yes, each time I take the Bible, I feel so lazy to read the Bible. Yeah. Yes, so I don't know how to you don't know how begin, you're gonna do how this. I'm going to do it. Beautiful. Now, number one, as regards the Bible, when you find that you don't like the Bible, I even meant, think I, I referred to it here, where I said that talk to God about it. You pray, and then you try reading, and the desire will just come. I also became a Christian and I couldn't, I, 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 I could hear them say it's very important. But, I, I mean, it's important, but if you are reading the thing, it doesn't, you know. So for me, I actually prayed about it. And then I kept on, and one day, as I started reading, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. Are you seeing it? So that's something you can take, you can um, talk to God about. Now, when it comes to serving God, please, again, I'm hearing feedback, so I don't know where it's coming from. Some people do your work. Now, when it comes to bringing people to Christ, now there are some gifts that we have are, are not, that are, are natural gifts. I talk naturally. It's very natural for me. It's not difficult for me at all. I've brought it with me into the ministry. Do you get it? I've brought it with me. So I talk easily. Somebody else, in order to do a camp, they will have to rehearse. Hours of preparation, hours of rehearsing. So if you easily talk to people, and if you are not shy, you, you bring it in. You easily talk to people, and you, you talk. It's not a problem. I hope you are, you are getting it. Now, you also realize that, as you said, you've just recently given your life to Christ. So you're also growing. Now, let's go back to that story of the woman who Jesus, you know, who had just met Jesus, the woman of Samaria. She didn't know much. All she knew was that I've met this guy called Christ. That's all she shared with the people. You see? Oh, people. Are you tired or what? Look at what she said. That's all she knew. Come see a man who told me all the things that I ever did. Is this not the Christ? That's all she knew. So she didn't have any theology. She didn't have any, um, what? Matching of scriptures. She didn't have much. You've given your life to Christ. You've experienced something. Begin there. Begin there. And for most of us, it was sharing our testimony. That was the first way we learned how to evangelize. My first evangelism were to the group of bad people who were my friends. I'm saying bad because I had a lot of friends and they were all very some way in different ways. And I decided that if, I, if I'm not going to backslide, they have to know that I've given my life to Christ. So within a span of about three months, I just said, everybody, when you come, when you come, no, but before we can start to discuss or chat about anything, I tell you that, Charlie, I've given my life to Christ now. I'm not as I was the last time we met. Are you seeing it? The reactions were varied. I had those who laughed. 
I heard those who said painful things, but I also had those who were very intrigued. One of my friends, a guy, I thought he was, he had a scathing tongue. So as I was telling him, I was expecting that I would get one of those arrows. Then he saw me and looked at me and said, Charlie, I really envy you. I really envy you. At the time, I didn't have the everything to be able to now witness to him in a way to bring him to the Lord, but I had done what I could do. Do you see? So that's your starting point. You just start where you are. And that's why when I was beginning this session, I said, some people, two people is what you'll be doing now. Your friend in crime and maybe a stranger who believed you. It's a stage. You've begun. But as you're beginning, you're also going to be learning. So if you are serious in church, when I say serious, you're regular, you hear the preaching, you begin to learn how to read the Bible. As you pray, you'll be surprised that God will surprise you. Yeah, I was very surprised when I asked him to help me to, I would have been happy that, oh, every day he reminds me to read two verses. But he answered me in such a way that my Bible became like a storybook. I was just reading, 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 connecting. Yeah, and I think it was just something God gave. Okay, so good luck. It will work. It will work, cry. It will work. Pastor Hope. Yes. Uh, you don't um, want to run this time. You want to sit. Yeah. No, I, I wanted to encourage him small. Um, I remembered when I gave my life to Christ, reading the Bible was By the very way, difficult. Pastor Hope was the leader of the Jama people at Katanga. Yeah. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Yes, so just like he was feeling, I was also feeling very lazy to read the Bible. So I remembered I was introduced to um, Bishop's um, daily devotional, the daily solution. Yeah. And I realized that as every day I was reading, um, it led me to read the Bible, and I got interested. And every time Bishop explained the scripture and then the memory verse, and it led me to be interested in reading the Bible. So yeah. I believe that when you get that one, too, it will really Beautiful. help you. Very nice yes. suggestion. So very, very, as I said, help him to get his devotional on the phone. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, who is that? Your hand has been up a bit. Yes, yes. And then who is by the door? All right, I've seen you, Justin. Yes. Um, hello, mommy. And please, I'm Prince. Enim Sefa from the from prayer basanta. From the basanta. prayer basanta. Oh, yeah. I am loving these people. Charlie, the whole corner there is prayer basanta. Ah. You, you have come. You say you have sheep. You have distributed them randomly in the room. Hey, Charlie. You better learn something. You better learn. Yes, go ahead. Okay, mommy. So there's something I want to add to. There's something I want to add to Winawise's issue. Yeah. And so in first year, I was also in the same kind of fix. I was um, doing something at Christ Embassy. Okay. And I was also trying to work for the Lord here. Yeah. Um, Christ Embassy had an impact on me in the senior high school. Okay. So I got committed to Christ Embassy. So when I got here, it was very hard for me to choose between the two. So I was in that struggle from first year to second year. Okay. And then I had been advised to make a decision, but then it was, it was quite difficult for me. Yeah. And, and, and by reason of that, I wasn't able to make progress in the church, like as in have fruits in the church. But then it was like I was doing things and striving, but then I wasn't going anywhere. Amen. And then wow. I didn't receive... Allah, Allah, Allah. 
And then I didn't receive, because of this, I wasn't able to receive the training that um, actually came from the church properly. Because yeah. I was here and there. So I just want to tell Winawise that in his decision, he shouldn't take much time in, in choosing oh, between the two. What a precious sharing. There's wow. a scripture that says that multitudes... Go ahead, go ahead. There's a scripture that says that multitudes and multitudes lay in the valley of decision. Yeah. So I, I don't want him to stay in the valley of decision, but I want him to make rise a decision. up and then make a decision. Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't know what they'll say to you in your church in Christ Embassy when wise, but we like to say that we like you here, so we would like to have you to stay with us. We like you. Please, let uh, Josephine... Okay, I'm seeing some other hands. It's time to begin to move the mics. Oh, Who is there? Hi, okay. Please, um, just yes, go ahead. Okay. Is it on? Um, please, I want to ask if... Name and where you're calling from, Josephine. Josephine, I'm from the Prayer Bar Center. That is it, that is it, that is it. That they feel this basanta too much. Yes. <laughs> please, I want to ask if as a basanta minister, you do your outreach and maybe you win some souls, but because of the way, the structure of your basanta, basin becomes very difficult for you. What do you do? Basin becomes difficult that, because gathering. you've gone to the night uh, prayer time and you can't bring them. There's nothing to stop you asking for help. Nothing to stop you asking for help. Yeah. Um, mommy, Just please. that the person shouldn't steal your sheep. Mommy, please, finding someone to help in that aspect is very difficult. No, then you have to do it yourself. I mean, it's part of your sacrifice. Already, you know that between Saturday and Sunday, you are a zombie because you are tired. Just add it and go and bring the person. Why? But you see, when I said someone, I was not thinking of an independent someone. I was thinking that you probably have other sheep too. And you may want to even begin to develop and grow those sheep. Let them begin to be a little responsible. And you may also have sheep who are not even part of the, the prayer all night. You know, and you might want to say, please, help us together. I mean, it's something you just have to practically tackle. Yes, there's somebody where Divine Glory is standing. Who's there? Yes, right there. Please, my name is Vida from BTC. Mommy, mine is um, a contribution to the question the lady asked about um, a ship not being opened. So I, I used to have a ship like that who, when you test, how are you? Okay, um, fine. Have you eaten none of your business? <laughs> oh, yes. The person will actually answer you like that. Yes, none of your business. So I continue to talk to this I continue to talk to him, pray for oh, him. Oh, listen to what she's saying. Oh. I continue to talk to him, pray for him, and one day he asked me, what do you want from me? Then I said, your soul. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. That's it. Did he give his life to Christ? Yes. And so, he gave his life. That's it. So one day I was there and this guy who hardly talks tested me that. I've not eaten since two days ago. Oh, chair, come back you. Your business will have eaten. We'll say, is it your business? Oh, chair, you'll be hungry. You'll be hungry. Yes. So I, I, I was trying to see if this guy will humble himself. So I told him to meet me in church. 
I had Momo, but I wanted to test yeah. him. Yeah. And he came. So when he came, he he began to talk that he's in, he's into things that he wants to come out that he so can't. Finally opened up. Yes. So I think prayer and then the love will work for such Beautiful. people. Beautiful. Now I'm gonna pause on the questions from the floor. I'm pausing on the questions from the floor. Can I have a microphone for and we have some written questions which are also quite interesting. So we'll do a bit from here, then we'll come back. Go ahead. For how long does a person need to be a member before being qualified to be a Basenta or Basanta leader? Can a new member be a Basenta leader? The answer is yes. <laughs> is that the answer? Yes, you can be. No, listen, the person says a new member. We don't have any class, any exact, nothing. I've shown you the woman who came to Christ, and as she came, no, she has started. So who am I to say different? Look at all the disciples. They met Christ, not they have become disciples. Yeah. No, you see, these long, long things that people do, they just let the spirit disappear. Yes. Is it possible to be a member of two basentes? Hashtag Akantomsi. Hashtag what? Akantomsi. I think that's the person's name. Or uh, no, can you be, you cannot. But you see, you can be anything. Oh, but the truth of the matter is that you will run into difficulty. You, when I say you run into difficulty, the structure of the church is such that the basentes are usually doing their things around the same time. Or the basantes around. So when you belong to two, you can make it difficult. Even with the situation that we have now, where some people come from a certain center, but they also are active in a certain basanta. We have some issues. I was threatening the, the, the choristers recently that I'm going to ask all the people who are picking up people to step back and leave the choir. But it was not out of badness, but it's just the collision of time. That is the issue. You get it. So, so that's the thing. That's why you cannot be in two basentes. You've got to pick one. Mommy, please. I'm a basanta minister and I have my members. And there are other basanta ministers who are not in the center, but a different center. So are we responsible for their coming to rehearsal on Saturdays? And so they come into that basanta, but they have a center. Who is responsible? I don't know. It's up to you. But if I was a Basanta overseer, I would want my work to really work. You see. So if the person's center director will not chase them to come, me, I will chase you to come. Because if I'm in the choir, I want the choir to look good. If I'm a dancer, I want to have a lot of people. So I will not wait for the center director to do this work. You can give the ones that you've read to um, uh -huh, so that it's encouraging us that it's going down. <laughs> Mommy. Thank you very much for the message. I'm so much enlightened. Wow. Mommy, please, I want to start the beautiful job. Mommy, please, you spoke... <laughs> Mommy, please, you spoke about us caring for people and not blasting them. And not blasting, blasting them. Then, please, how do I deal with people who always tell lies and give ambiguous excuses for not coming to church? Mommy, please bear in mind that in this situation. Hey, wait, the person is Kumasem. The person is talking their heart matter. 
Heart matter, they have lied to a person, sir. Yeah. Mommy, please bear in mind that in this situation, I have done all the PVCI, but still to no avail. Please, do I push the person to my shepherd and later on carry on the baton from wherever he left off? I think it's a very, very good question. You might want to do that. You might want to tell your shepherd, I've done everything I can do and the person is not responding. However, before you do that, be sure that you have actually done all that you can do. You see. Now, there's also a place for walking away. Yeah, there's a place. When you know that you've done everything. Yeah, it's a point sometimes. But it's not where you want to go in the beginning. It's not where you want to go in the beginning. And stubborn sheep there are. Some of you, if we had walked away, who, where would you be today? Yeah. As we watch you, as we're looking at you, where would you be? Where would you be? Yeah. So when you remember yourself and you remember how God has had time for you, it helps you to stretch a little. And not be, you know, our own sins, we, are, we understand ourselves fine, we have excuses. And we don't really have that much capacity for the sins of others. But when you remember the goodness of God to you, when I remember, it makes me very patient. Very, very, very patient. Because I'm so slow to do a lot of things. Even today, as I'm sitting here, I don't like fasting. The Holy Ghost has to talk. Uh, he has to talk. It's the only thing I bargain with him about. I'm talking now, not, not fasting in terms of the church, my own something. I will be told, oh, but as you know, we are going, you see, we are going for, oh, this thing that you have, oh, Holy Spirit, they, they just reduce. <laughs> up to today, up to today, as I'm your leader, up to today. I mean, one would have thought that at this level of leadership, when they say fast, you say how long, when they say, I mean, you say how deep, you say, Charlie, I, I mean, I can do it, I can do it. But it's not like that. Yeah. It's not like that. So when you remember, let it, let it tamper your feeling. And before you actually, actually give up, say, let me just do it one more time. Let me just give it one more, one more time. And then go to your shepherd and say, please, help me. Yes. You made mention of... I'm Putin. coming. And also, be also always witnessing to others because sometimes you've got to let go and move on, get some other people in. Yeah. You made mention of potential Basanta ministers. I would like to know some qualities the person ought to have before being a Basanta minister. Does the age count if you want to be a Basanta minister? The age does not count, really. And what you are looking for will be somebody who, as far as you can, because remember that you yourself, many of you, I love Clinton's example. Say, me, I'm just come. You see, I'm still trying to find my feet. But as you are trying to find your feet, here is somebody who you, ha you have managed to bring who is also with you all the time. And you can see that the person too is coming up. That's enough to say that's a potential. At no point, are we, you can tell from the questions that we are not a finished case. Oh? You see, many of us, when somebody has had mercy on you and you have become a worker, you now want to set standards. I became a, a, a shepherd by being thrown into it. I'd been a Christian for some time. I liked my Bible, but I'd just come from studies outside. When I came, I was pregnant. And I had my son in April. And in August, we went to um, Tamale. So 
we had been sent to a new church so that as they are doing the outreach and the so forth, we'll be, at the time when we joined the Achimota church, I was too heavy to be going around witnessing. So all that I did, I was used to working in church. So I said, this is a new church. And I started the choir. That was about it. And so I just started the choir, had a few people. Then I was shipped out in August to Tamale. So I am keenly aware of the fact that I learned everything on the job. By doing. I didn't have a lot of the classes that you people, I didn't have it. All I had was a shepherd who would say, do this. Do this. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yes. Is it okay and possible that someone in the church has no shepherd because he or she came to church on his or her own and doing just fine? If not, what should he or she do? Yeah. So you came on your own. As at this place, I'm not looking for a shepherd for you. I'm saying you become a shepherd to somebody. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not looking for a shepherd for you at all. And you see, you think you are doing just fine because you don't have enough spiritual intelligence to know that you need a cover. Yeah. Your shepherd is first and foremost a cover over you. But you don't know. You don't know the use of that cover. Uh-huh. Until you discover the use. When you discover the use, you understand that, hey, this thing was good. Nobody is an island, I tell you. Nobody. Nobody is an island. As I'm sitting here, I got cover. Yeah. I got cover. When the circumstances of this camp, this camp, this title, it's not my choice. Oh. I sat down and I went to tell my, uh, my cover. I said, Bishop, you know, I'm looking at something. Oh. I need people to rise up and work. I need to do a camp. But this and that. And I described my situation. I said, I have some stubborn people. When they went to first year, before we could do a certain kind of camp, COVID came. So they don't know anything. And they're very stubborn. And they have sat at home ah, and come to school in January. Then I also have some green horns, green bananas that I've not even finished getting right. As I look at it, I've been thinking about what I'm going to preach. He just looked at me. It was quiet for a while. They said, it's a beautiful job. That's what I'm teaching you. Wow. Yeah. Are you, are you there? Yeah. Then the time of this camp was coinciding with another very important task that I have to do. And I just called him. I said, Bishop, the beautiful job camp. We're about to do it all. This, this, this. I got advice to We talked about it. So as I'm here, I'm fully covered. Today, Bishop Intefo was on campus. He was on campus. He met a few of my people. He called me. He said, I've been here for about two hours. But by then, we had... But I felt so warm. You know, it's like, hey, where are you? You're blessed, okay? Oh. You don't know what it is to have a shepherd. That's all. So it's not that you are fine. You think you are fine, but you are walking in ignorance. Yeah. No, you, because you don't know any different. You don't know. You don't know what it is to have a shepherd. As I'm sitting here, I have sheep who are cancer patients. Yeah. It's something that's not happened to you. And today, I got a precious text for one of them. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for walking with me when it was so dark I couldn't see my friends. Yeah, cancer patients. And we have worked every time he's going. He gave me the next date for his chemo session. And I was sitting there and I sent him a text. I said, oh, 
It's been a week since I texted you. I'm sorry. I've been so distracted. But Charlie, how? So I'm doing so well. They have discharged me. Yeah. You don't know what it is to have a shepherd. Mm. Ah. Anyway, let's continue. And, and, and you cannot say you don't have a shepherd because if you don't have a small shepherd, I'm there. What do you mean you don't have a shepherd? When you were going to do your exams, if you were a student, did you not get prayer? <laughs> okay. Yep. Mommy, please, how do you deal with a male sheep who is trying to make advances at you? Donate him. And Donate him. Donate him. Also, never visit him alone. Go ahead. Go ahead. And get... Slatherland. And gets very angry when you visit unannounced or with a friend or another shepherd and would only respond to you and no other pastor or shepherd. Oh, listen, it's called shenanigans. Don't be, in, don't be influenced at all. He just wants to sleep with you. He's trying to try. Don't even be moved at all. Yeah. So either you donate him to somebody else or you continue to go together with somebody or you just leave him alone. Yeah. Okay, let's pause and take one or two from there. So please, get, uh, I mean, come again. Yes. Uh, you're waiting for me to say who, but you are standing with the mic. Yeah, Sammy was about to speak and I had a break. Yes. Thank you, mommy. Good. Yeah, pause and take a seat. Yes. So my first question is, uh, hey. my name is Samuel. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Samuel. Mommy, please. Um, Samuel is one of our first class people. On your first class, would you men call you anointing? Would you tell her? Yes. Okay, so. All right, go ahead. And he's a shepherd. And he has sheep. And he preaches in the center. I'm saying it because of somebody. Okay. And he still got his first class. Yes, go ahead. So, I'm from um, the Diaco community. Yes. So, town church. Okay, so, my first question is how do you. I realized that when I joined town church, I realized that one of the major um, tool that will help you as a shepherd is to try and build a relationship with the parents. Okay. But then you realize that most parents are not open. Like yeah. when you try, they pissed off at you and at times in some way. Yeah. Because yeah, you are trying to, I mean, try and help the child, but then the parents pissed yeah. off some way. And at times why I, I just don't mind them. So and I, I leave the child. You see, oh. so how do I? <laughs> yeah. Just this Sunday, there was this woman. She had locked the child, uh, all the clothes that she, she uh, like, he used for church, like he used to attend church. He has locked the clothes, and she had gone away, and the child was, I mean, he, he needed the clothes to wear. But then this woman, like, Act, yeah. he doesn't just open up to you. No, what he's talking about is a very serious thing because it is very much in the system that the parents, especially the mothers, very demonic. Very, very demonic. The mothers even more than the fathers. So you are stumbling against what I'll call a stronghold. You know, and I'll say to you that the, the, the major thing, first of all, is prayer. That's number one. Number two, remember that children grow. You see? So you may not immediately be able to get this child to be coming to your center meeting and stuff, but keep the relationship. Keep the relationship because that child is going to grow. 
Today, I'm pointing to you at people who are grown up, but they were children when I met them. Do you understand? Yeah, they were children when I met them. 11-year-olds, but we never broke their relationship. And they went, you see, one of the things about young people is that they are going to go to SHS, they're going to come, you know, there's a lot of interruption going and coming, going and coming, but you represent a stable something in their lives. So just continue to build that relationship with that child. When you can, you bring him to church or her to church. Are you seeing it? But just know that you're stumbling against the stronghold. And it amazes me. It's always the mothers. And it's because for their convenience, they want to be able to send the child. They want to, it's, there's no spiritual anything to it. Question two, and your last question. I'll give you more than two because there are many hands. <laughs> okay, so Wami, uh, how do you make, or how do I make my preaching interesting and nice? Because at times I realize that it's too much scriptures and you see that the children don't really... The best way to learn to preach is to watch somebody preaching. You have all the videos of Bishop Dag. Just learn how to preach. Yes, please. Because you see him in the different modes. You'll see him... When we come for camps, for instance, you'll see him in a very playful mood. Some of the best parts of the camp are the playful times. Don't answer one. Don't answer. That's where it's from. Yeah, it's true. The what? Ready at 50. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I want it. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yes. Please. Meanwhile, when you see him, he doesn't look like that type of person at all. So just keep on the soaking and keep on the learning. And as you do, you'll see that you are also picking. It. It's the best way to learn. Yes, it's the best way to learn. Yeah. Thank you, man. And it's a, it is a very honest thing. You're already halfway there because you have assessed yourself. And you've already said that, I feel that I'm lacking in the ability to be an interesting preacher. That is the situation for over 90-something percent of you, but you don't know. You think that you are all right. Do you see? So, Daddy, I'm not even started. So, you have started on the walk by saying that my, my, no, it's not, it's not as it should be. There's nothing wrong with using scriptures, but what he's trying to say is that because of the overabundance of scriptures, maybe the people he's speaking to, I remember that a lot of them are very young also. You know, 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds. If you are too pedantic, you know, they, they don't, they don't um, keep up with you. But as you talk to God about it, and just watch, you know, and if, they are, if most of them are young, you might also want to watch um, Bishop um, Oko Botairuku. See, how did they relate? Yeah. How did they relate? Fair game. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Somebody should reach their hand at the back with the microphone. And while you are going, uh, Papa needs the microphone. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, After him. Master. Yes. Papa is Ah, Master. Please, if you're going to waste time, we'll just pass it somewhere. Go ahead. Mommy, please, my name is God. Hold on. Um, thank you, Mommy, for the opportunity. Uh, my Don't name waste is... our time. Just go straight to your question. So, it's Otherwise, the opportunity will move. Yes. It's actually about... Um, Use the mic. It's actually about the, the evangelism because it's actually something that most of us really face a lot. Like when you go, you, you preach to the person, you witness, then the person tells you, oh, I'm from this church or from that. And I remember one time we had, it's actually more of a contribution because we face it quite a lot. Mm. And you have answered it before some time ago. So you said that we should follow up. First, it was prayer, actually. Yeah. We should pray about it. 
and that we should follow up. Sometimes you just go and check on a Sunday, pass by to see if the person, most of when you go, the person is sleeping and you go and yeah. catch the person in the act of it. So the person cannot say that. I actually go. And I, you also get to see that as you continue going and as you continue checking up, the person just begins to yeah, respond. And you realize that the person was for you all along. All along. Beautiful. Yes. So that That's was it. That was thank it. you. Yes. Okay. Mommy, please. A nice my contribution. Name, my name is Godfrey from Genesis Your Town name? Godfrey. Please come into the light, Godfrey, because I can't see you at all. All right. Yes. Go ahead. My name is Godfrey from the, uh, Genesis Town Church. Yeah. Please, my problem is uh, language barrier. And I want to know how, when you went to the north, how is it for you to be able I to I always use the translator. A translator. Okay. Thank you. I always use the translator. It's not a barrier at all. If you can speak the language, of course, you have an upper hand because you can always go when you are ready and so forth. But if you can't speak the language, I guess I want to just translate for you. Are you seeing it? We are in a multicultural world. Now, if you are also staying in Kumasi, I would advise you to try and learn the language. Because you are young and you can learn it. It gives you an added advantage. When you now begin to speak to the people in the language, you connect easier. Yeah, you connect easier. But in the north somehow, I wasn't able to learn it. And I used it. In no way I learned it in the language. But in, in the north, I wasn't able. Partly because as soon as they see that you are coming from somewhere, you don't know the language, they switch to tree. Like in the market. So if they had stuck to their language, you'd be forced to learn. Uh-huh. But because they switch to tree when they see that you're in Koye, then... Yes, my darling, please, come along. Um, please, I'm Ernestina. Yes. Um, mommy, please. From? I'm please, no Basenta. No Basenta. But I would like to join the choir. Beautiful. Nice. You are welcome to join them, pa. Very welcome. Yes, go ahead, Ernestina. Um, mommy, please, with my, it's a personal thing. Yeah. I don't have problem, like, talking to people or preaching to people. I don't have problem about that. Okay, because I remember a week before um, last um, the, um, before the exams, I went out to preach to some people, and that day I got ten people who were ready and willing to follow me. Beautiful, yeah. So, so I please allow her to land there. Eh? So I even created a page, like a WhatsApp page that I used to talk to them. I, I, like, I talk to them about the word of God. But my problem is, like, it's been a week or two weeks now. I haven't been talking to them again. And um, I also brought one guy during the, um, the Easter um, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, Good Friday. And he gave his life to Christ. He's in our class. But since then, like... Yeah, with mine, I can talk to the person for the person to accept Christ. Like, I'll do everything, the person will follow me. But I say, as time goes on, no, I'll feel a little bit like lazy and just that. And the reason was because you were not attached to anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you at the time had been a Basenta leader, you would have had a center. You see, it continues. You know, so what you are recognizing is just the reality that you cannot follow a person up forever. So initially, when you want those people, I'm sure you were on it far more. But as time goes on, you do so many other things. 
Are you seeing it? So you are not able to take care of them that way. You're even able to bring this guy into church. You're not able to continue. That's the essence of what we're doing here. So you get to a certain limit of your ability. But when you do, there's something carrying on that they still join. Uh-huh. So they wouldn't have just, you know, now the page is silent and maybe you're not so sure what happens, what's happened to them. So go ahead, join the bus center and then let them, you know, you have somewhere, let, I'm taking you somewhere, come with me and then let's see how it moves on from there. Thank you. God bless. Let's take some more of the, hey, the sheets are a lot too. Hey. Tomorrow we have to wake up. It's already 10, 30, 10 23. Charlie, we are closing at 10.30. We'll address, we haven't gone, we have another day, so we'll finish the rest. Because if not, tomorrow when I say wake up at four, you won't do. Hold on, just hold the mic. Yes, I've seen it. Let her read a few more. When I follow my shepherd for outreach, can I also win a soul? Yeah. If that happens, yeah. should my shepherd leave the new convert to me? When you win a soul, your, your shepherd can guide you in what to do. If you feel that you can't handle, she can take over, or he can take over. But it's also, and I love the question because it shows that you are thinking about it. So if you win, that's your sheep. And the person should be able to guide you into what to do next and what to do next. Yes. Mommy, please, what if I don't have the cover or anointing of gathering people, but I always talk? I can really talk for hours and go on and on, but just gathering there, hey, Mommy, please. Mommy, please, I need help. How do I become a Basenta leader? I've been praying for this particular issue and waiting on the Lord since Good Friday. So get to the job, that's all. You have come to a point, you're able to talk. Now you need to be able to gather. You've been praying about it, start the gathering. There's no way you will know whether you can gather when you are just sitting somewhere. Gather, just do it. That's the only way you will learn how to gather. Mommy, please, I'm a Pentecostal but I keep lying to my parents to get involved with FOLC. Mommy, please, will you encourage me to keep lying to them? Since, since, since that's my only way to stay in church. Also, do I convince people to lie to their parents to be able to join the church? Oh dear, hello. Please allow me to answer that. The person is saying that that means the person is in Church of Pentecost. Or what? Yes. So in Church of Pentecost, you have come to school and your parents are asking you questions about where you go to worship and so forth. Now, there's something called the wisdom of a serpent. Be wise as a serpent. It's Jesus who told us that. And I'm saying this because for whatever reason, you haven't joined the Church of Pentecost on chair and whatever, and you're in FOLC. So... As you are here, you are learning something which you may, may eventually use right back in your home church. So if you feel that this is the place where you are, then you need to learn how to maneuver. And that's another issue altogether. When I say learn how to maneuver, you maneuver in different ways. When you are on campus, first of all, I don't know what you are doing, telling your parents a lot of the things you are saying. I don't even know what you are doing. I don't even know why it's even a question. I don't even know. So that's part of the thing. It is about time you begin to grow up. Hey. Yeah, so are you saying that? You know, you see, you have talked too much. That's why they even know that you are in FOLC. Yeah. Those of you who you are calling home every day, grow up. Grow up. 
Every day, every day, they have to hear from you. So even as you are sitting here, you are afraid that you are. Let me please. Come on. Just grow up. You see. And I don't know which people you are with. Please don't go and convince other people to leave their church and join you. Because I don't know why you go and convince them to go and lie. Why? Why the lying? There are a lot of people here who came from somewhere else. I haven't heard them lying. Because what campus does for you is to give you freedom and space to grow. When you were in SHS, that's when you were doing certain things. You grew up. Oh. So maybe you didn't know you were in the university, so you are like an SHS person. You are holding yourself accountable to them in a certain way. It doesn't mean that you rebel. I said grow up. It's a sign of growing up. If you were an unbeliever, would you be asking them that I want to go to a party? Don't bring yourself. Uh, <laughs> Mommy, please, how do you advise a sheep who bets and fornicates? How do you go about it? Who does what and fornicates? Bets and fornicates. Bets and fornicates. How do you advise them? How do you go about it? But there are scriptures. Just use scripture. Just use scripture. Now, do not judge the person on the basis of what they are doing. You have been told, just keep on, take them to center service, bring them to church service. You see, the word of God is a power in itself. You know, so now if you know, if you know already that this is what the person does or the person discusses it with you, you can say, let's do a Bible study on fornication. Let's see what the Bible says. Pray with them. That is if that you are assuming the person even wants to stop. Maybe just if you want to stop. And when they don't want to stop, that's why you pray for them. Say, so I travail for you till Christ be formed in you. That was Paul. He has led the people to Christ, but he realized that they don't have there's some desire be that's not there. He said, I will pray. There you go. Galatians 4.19. My little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. So if the person doesn't even want to stop, they are not even at that point yet. So it is your prayers that are going to make a lot of difference. Praying for the person. And then as the person begins to warm up to you, share scriptures with them. What the Bible talks about, the people fornicate is not going to heaven. Oh, you didn't know. Now you know. Yeah. Are you seeing it? But don't make it a focal point. I'm saying don't make it a focal point. Not because the sin is good, but because you are also bringing them into other meetings where they will hear the same teaching. I hope you get it. Because if every time they meet you, you are on their fornication something, they'll just close the door. They'll just close the door and walk away. Then you have lost the person altogether. What have you achieved? Yes, Akusia. Let's hear one from there. Thank you, Mommy. We are closing down in, t in t a few minutes. Chief, my name is Akusia yes. from the Grassack Center and, and a, a dancing star. <laughs> Mommy, Mommy, please, what do you do about overly dependent sheep? Like, once you do something for them, like, you always have to do it for them. Give for me example, an example, like what? Like, if you buy food for them today, you when want? they are when you buy food for them. Oh, like, I can't even hear for all the shouting. Yes. As in when you buy food for them today, the next day when they are hungry, you are the person they are thinking of to call so that they will be fed. It's like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. It's almost How, like what kind of age are you dealing with? Uh, I think seven, I don't know, 18 or 17. Town, church, or campus? Campus. No, they just said that, listen, I can't be buying every day. It's very simple. The person is actually just taking you for granted. Yeah. 
So just tell, they've abused the privilege. Two more from here and we are closing. Please, ask the Give her volume. Why? Do you cook it? Please, ah. as the bar center leaders are getting members to make up the centers, what, is the, what are the center directors supposed to do? Does it mean bar center leaders work for center leaders? Or the center leaders have to get their own people for a larger center? Your mind isn't good at all, Lou. I don't know who is asking the question, but your mind is not a good mind at all. Tomorrow, if I mean, we're going to go through at a point the duties of a center director, but your mind is not good. Here we are talking about what you should do, and you are here wondering what the people who are over you do. You know, I feel like answering you that it is none of your damn business. But just to answer the question, most center directors also have their own direction. But your question is very out of order. Very, very out of order. What do the center directors do? Are we to work for them? You are an idiot. Have you not sat here and seen that you are winning souls for your own self? Have you not sat here and seen that the beautiful job is a requirement of every believer? Why are you now sitting down there and in your warped mind saying that you are working for somebody? That's exactly the mind that we don't want. So what have we been teaching all the today for? And so if you are, you are working for them, what does it mean? So then they are also working for me. Nonsense. Last question. Mommy. mommy it's good please. you wrote the question so I don't know who you are. Because I would have blasted you to your face. No, it's a very foolish question. It's like sitting down there and saying that, so what does the bishop do? Yes, go ahead. Mommy, please. When you have a sheep that says he loses his faith when he attends church and likes to rather join a Jehovah Witness Zoom meeting because he felt disappointed when his mother died because of false prophecies, Another sheep also does not want to be carried to church and will also not come to church if you do not go to carry him. What do you do? There are two separate people. Work, work, okay, work. Now, the first person is not a Christian. So you need to first share Christ with him. The Bible says if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. It's a disappointment that has brought him to this place. Now, however... As he's now exposing himself to the Jehovah's Witnesses, you might also, depending on how skilled you are in the word, you might need something more to help you. Are you getting me? Yeah, because it looks like he's not only disappointed and has walked away, but he's also walked into something. Yeah, yeah he's walked into something. So please go up a step higher. Talk to your center director. If you're a center director, talk to your regional head and see how you can help that guy. It's head that has driven him there. As for the second one, you say what? What was the second one? The person doesn't want to be carried to church oh, but at the please, same it's time. A normal, if you don't asking, come and carry him, It's a come. normal part of the work. It's a normal part. A normal sheep. Normal sheep. So as you are going there, you are talking. Tell them that because I came for you, there are other people I need to pick up who are just new and fresh babies. And send them to go and pick the person. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. They are just thinking about themselves. Yeah. But as you bring it to the fore and say, listen, you're growing now. I've been coming for you every Sunday for the past semester. I think now, start coming. 
Then the next Sunday, you don't go. You, t- you call. You say, come. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come and meet me here. And go with that person to go and get another fresh sheep. Yeah, and let the person begin to grow. Uh-huh. Are you getting it? Because that's the work. What's your, the question you're asking? That's just the work. That's just the work. Powerful. I'm trying to close us because I know the type of people I'm with. Um, tomorrow, we have flow. Yeah. Amen.